Great day, everybody. Welcome to the Hatchet's Way Show with me, Andre C. Hatchet. Hope you guys are doing well. Shout out to everybody on YouTube and on the audio versions of, of the podcast. Appreciate you being here. All right, let's get into it. Five reasons to quit entrepreneurship. I know, right? People tell you, go for it. Don't quit. No, don't quit no matter what. I'm a little bit different. I have a little bit of a different stance. I think some people should quit, man. I think some people should quit. I think some people, I, I don't think everybody is meant to be a full-time entrepreneur or even a part-time. What I think a lot of people want to do instead of being a full-time entrepreneur, what they would rather be is an investor. And an investor works better for their personality type. But they want the feeling of ownership, so they think they have to own, run, and operate a business. Some of us could do it. Some of us are built for it. Some of us aren't. And here's the key. You you haven't failed if that's not you. Society might tell you otherwise, fam, you haven't failed. That just might not be your that might not be your personal lane. So I'm going to tell you five reasons why you should quit. And you tell me yay or nay, whatever you do, you 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 can win. But it just might not be in full-time entrepreneurship. All right. Uh, reason one, you don't want to do it. Something in your heart is telling you, yo, fam, I don't mind working hard. I don't mind it, yo, but I just don't want to do this. You have intuition. Something's there. Something's gnawing at you and it's saying, yo, like this isn't for me. It's okay to quit. It, it, it's cool. The show will go on. And at the end, I'm going to tell you things that I would do if I said entrepreneurship isn't for me, how I would go about life and still go about accumulating wealth. So step one, reason one, you, you just don't want to do it. it you, your soul is telling you that this is not for you, and that's cool. Step reason two, you aren't focused. Fam, if you are not a focused entrepreneur, you will be broke. Let me tell you abundantly, clearly right here today. If you don't, if you aren't focused and or if you don't fix your level of focus, you will be broke. You will not have any money. You will spend it all on bullshit because you wasted it because you aren't focused. The focused person wins. The most disciplined person wins. Smartest, not even close. The most focused and the most disciplined person wins. If you are not focused or going to get focused, don't even do this. Just leave. Now, you can go from not being focused to being focused, but you must admit that you have a problem with it. Step three, you don't you don't prioritize investing back into the business. So some people, for some reason, I'm not sure why, they just don't see the problem with spending all the profits. They made the money, they spend the money. And they're cool with it. If you aren't going, if you go and make $200 a day and you don't think at least 30 to 60 of that has to go back into the business for ads, marketing, customer acquisition, something, you fail. There are some people who, when they get paid, they spend. When they get paid, they spend, and they're going to keep on spending. Investing back into the business isn't their thing. They think that organic growth will take them to the top. You aren't built for this, fam, and it's cool. If you are not willing to, when you make money, invest a portion of it, 20 to 40% at a minimum, you are not ready to be an entrepreneur, and that's cool. Reason four why you should quit entrepreneurship. 
you haven't grown. So I've seen, because I've been, I'm 41 years old at the time of this recording. Tiger, shout out to my man Tiger in the chat. Uh, I'm 41 years old at the time of this recording. I've seen a lot of people come and go in entrepreneurship. And I've seen some people who shouldn't be full-time entrepreneurs. Here's why. They haven't grown. And they haven't grown in their personal development. Personal development is going to be my next phase of coach. I've done it, but I haven't made it my primary focus, but it will be my primary focus sooner than later because more people need personal development than business development. So they haven't fixed the way they think. They haven't altered the way they think. They haven't adjusted the way they think. And they think that their way is going to get them to the top when they haven't had any growth financially because they haven't grown as a person and their ego doesn't allow them to grow as a person. Give it up. I talk to them. We talk about a game plan, which is why I stopped coaching for free, even friends, because they don't listen. Uh, people who pay me 500 plus an hour listen to me the high majority of the time. So their personal development hasn't grown, hence their business hasn't grown, hence they're in the same spot they were seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, no growth because they haven't fixed their habits. If you do not fix your habits as an entrepreneur, you will not grow. If you have bad habits, you need to fix them. If you if you know, hey, look, I'm not going to fix them. This is why I want people to just be honest with themselves, fam. You will be happier in life. My hat. You will be happier in life if you are honest with yourself about the things you are good at, not good at, and the things you flat out just don't want to do. How much have you grown as far as your personal development and or habits? Example, so I'm not a good speller. I am not going to be a good speller. I have to pay people to proofread for me, to edit stuff for me. I have to have that be an expense because I am not going to grow at it and I am not going to work at growing my spelling. I'm I'm at peace with it, but I have to spend the money on someone to do that. Does that make sense? I'm self-aware enough to know that I'm not good at it, that it will cost me sales if it doesn't improve. Let me pay somebody who could take care of that. Personal, uh, and a, a part of self-development and personal development is self-awareness. You lack self-awareness, you will be broke. Self-awareness is an example. Uh, you want someone really good looking in shape. You aren't that good looking. Okay, cool. We can't really change that too much, but you're out of shape. You say, love me how I am, even though you want somebody really fine and in shape, you're not going to get in shape. Your looks and your face might not really change that much, right? I can go beard, no beard. It might, it might change around some things, but... Muscle mass, body fat, totally in my control. Totally, totally in my control. Muscle mass and body fat. Am I going to change that in order for me to give myself a better opportunity to attract who I want? Or am I just going to wish, even though I'm judging them, I'm just going to hope that they don't judge me. Self-awareness will set you free. A reason five why you should quit full-time entrepreneur Entrepreneurship, 
you're too old to not have money. A fear of mine is being old and broke. A fear of mine is being old and broke. People think missing out on stuff when you're 25, 30, even 35 sucks. Imagine missing out on stuff when you're 40, 45, 50, 60. Imagine all of your friends being able to stop working at 50, 55, but you have to work at 70. People don't think about that often. That scares me. But it scares me in a good way to keep me on it to say, okay, whatever I got to do now, I'll be all right then. You might be too old to be a full-time entrepreneur. You might not be able to hack it. You might have waited too long. And it's not just age, it's age and lack of assets, which is why if you're younger, if you have kids, I'm not a financial advisor, but look into some, I would advise, let me me word my words correctly. I'm not a financial advisor, but if I was one, what I would say is look into some kind of future retirement account for yourself and your kid. You could put $5 in a Roth IRA today. $5. Five, what, what money can you throw in? Instead of ordering pizza tonight, how much money can you put in Vanguard for yourself or your child today? You might say, Dre, it's only, you, know, you, know, you know what the thing is? When people say, Dre, it's only $5, it's only $10. They're the people who usually don't save because they don't see the value in compound interest. If you could go back 20 years and you could put $100, instead of you going out one Friday night a week for a, for a year, one Friday, night a, a month, one Friday night a month for a year, so 12 Friday nights, instead of going out, you put $100 just for one year in the stock market 20 years ago. Let's even say that is. 12% inflation rate for the past 20 years or, or Roth IRA and you bought the same stock or a mutual fund. How much money would that be? A hundred. So $1,200, 12 to 17% growth rate over 20 years. See, I'm old enough where I can remember 21 20 years ago, and I could see 61 20 years from now. It's an interesting age being around 40. I remember early 20s, which I bought my first property at 22. I'm going to do a whole video on that, on my first property I bought at 22, which I still have. Part of my retirement. And I could see 61. Interesting time. You might be too old for full-time entrepreneurship. All right. You don't have the assets to support it. I'm not sure when. So insurance fancy. I never was a fan of jobs. I don't like jobs, but I've never looked down upon jobs. There's a difference. There's a difference between me not liking jobs and me saying, I hope to never have a job again, but a life could change. Income could shift. I could have more dependents. Who knows? So I gave you my five things. I I, I, I could add more in there. 
But but let's just stop at that for now. Now, what would I do if I said, okay, Dre, entrepreneurship has been cool, but it's not for me anymore. Here's what I would personally do. I can't tell you what to do, but I'm talking to myself here. I would get into one of these tech fields or insurance adjusting or insurance adjustments where you don't have to go to college and get another degree to get a, a 70 to actually we'll make even $200, $200,000 a year profession. So what certification license could I get where I could work nine to five ish and have a 70 to $200,000 a year job? Right. I would say, okay, I'm going to grind this out for seven years, seven years at this job, 70 to 200 K. Hopefully you go up, which you should. And what would I do? Well, I want to own stuff, but I don't want to run a company. Okay. What is the S and P 500? Not an expert at it, but I know people who say, yo, Dre, I just invest every extra dollar I have in the S and P 500. So when you're buying into stocks, if you're a long-term trader or an investor, what a lot of people I know do is they just buy, they say, here's their logic. I'm going to invest in the smartest, well-run companies in the world. Example, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Home Depot, IBM. And they say, all right, these companies have a lot of money on their balance sheets. They seem to be doing something, right? I'm just going to invest with them. I'm going to be a part owner in this in these people's company that they run when I just am a silent partner, which is what you are. You're a silent partner when you invest in these companies. Yeah, I'm not going to do this full-time thing. I'm just going to invest with them, all right? So let's say I would make sure that I put between five and $1,200 a month into these stocks, S&P 500, or just these individual stocks, five to $1,200 a month. I would, and remember, my goal is to be job free and financially free in seven years. So I'll give myself seven years of the nine to five world and the investing world to be financially free. What do along the way? I would go hardcore at real estate. I would acquire seven years a property every two years or more, multifamily property. Real simple. Two through four unit. Use conventional, a mix between conventional FHA financing, but down between three and a half percent and maybe 10%. And I would buy a property as often as humanly possible. I would follow the laws because I follow the laws, live in the property for the minimum time frame allowed, go buy another one, rent out the property that I used to live in rock it out. Let's say that I'm low risk. I'm going to go section eight route or another government program where I am air quotes guaranteed money from the government every month. Uh, the goal is to net 2000 plus per property per each property a month, $2,000 a month net per property each month. Let's say I get three properties and, and the breakdown is this. So netting 2000 on one, 25 on another, that's $4,500. Let's say on the third, I'm able to net $3,000 a month because the rents went up. So 3000 2000 5000 25 $7,500 a month net 
rental income after six-ish years, $6,500 a month rental income. Now, let's say the job I'm making $10,000 a month, real estate I'm making $6,500 a month net. Now, that's after reserves, after the mortgage is paid, after money is put aside for property managers, I'm getting $7,500 a month. Let's let's call it seven grand. Seven grand, real estate, ten grand at the job, stock. Now I have a whole different life in the seven year period. Now it was a grind. I had to cut back very little vacations, but now I own these real estate assets, which I also don't have to manage very much because I have really good property managers. Now, it wasn't always smooth. I had to fire a few, but I, I was able to get in a good group, get really good property managers, really good tenants. Things are solid. Now, here I am seven years later. I have three properties that are up in equity. Let's say each property is up between two hundred and four hundred thousand dollars So let's say two Two properties are at two hundred, so that's four hundred thousand. The other one is at four hundred thousand dollars up in equity between the mortgage buy down and the property growth in the neighborhood. So I'm at four plus four, eight hundred thousand dollars in equity, seven thousand dollars a month in net rental income, two fifty in the stock market and Roth IRA, and I did that all within seven years while having a nine to five. Doesn't sound that bad. Now, you might say, Dre, well, I know people who make a million dollars a month in, in, in entrepreneurship. I, I actually do. I know people who make a million dollars a month. People make $100,000 a month. I, I, I do. It might not be your bag, fam. And seven years, even though it seems like a long time, it ain't that long. Is my goal to discourage you from being a full-time entrepreneur? No. My goal is to give you clarity and to give you some insight if this thing is not for you at this current state. And you might take everything I, I said and still have a business on the side as well as the nine to five and the socks and everything else and just propel this whole thing. But full-time entrepreneurship is a different animal. It's all on you. And there are people who I know can't handle it with their state of personal development. And I want them to just be aware that they haven't failed, but they might need a different route. On that note, I'm going to go. I try to keep these things short between 10 and 15 minutes, but now I'm at 20. But think about it. Think about it. Just sit down this weekend and think about it. I want you to be convicted either way, convicted that that, that you're going to keep going or convicted that, you, you know what, this might not be your lane and I'm going to figure out a different avenue to acquire wealth. But I want you to realize whichever route you go, you haven't failed. You are doing what works best for your lifestyle, your personality type, and you have an honest assessment of what you're willing to do to get there. But I tell you what, whether it be entrepreneurship or nine to five with investing on the side, in seven years, 
Most people with a decent IQ and a high level of discipline. I'll say it again. Most people with a decent IQ and a high level of discipline, they can achieve a million dollars portfolio. I've seen it happen numerous times. But how many nights can you stay in, in the crib? How many nights can you tell your girl, nah, honey, like, like this money is going for our savings. We aren't going. Oh, what my cousin's going. Hey, uh, is she paying for you? All right, then we ain't going. Life goes by quickly. I want you to, I want it to go by for you and us with some assets going along the way. And you can start this whole investing thing with $50 tonight, $25 tonight. You might say, Dan, Dre, I'm, I'm 45, I'm 35. I should have been had an IRA. Start it tonight. Vanguard.com. Just start now. On that note, I'm going to go visit thehatchesway.com. Thehatchesway.com, if you would like to get on the show and need help promoting and marketing your business, thehatchesway.com. We have different options available. See you guys soon. Thank you for everyone who joined us live in the chat. Uh, I'll see you soon. Peace.